The Mershon tells us that if you do the mitzvahs, you follow my mishpatim, v'chai bohem. You can imagine. The chiyos, the chiyos of Rav Shem and he tells us that from Rav Chaim Velazhen, who writes that when a person does a mitzvah in Nefesh HaChaim, a person does a mitzvah, he is consumed by that mitzvah, and he's now in a, in a, in a bubble, in a world of Kedusha. That means... He's actually somewhere else. Rav Shlomo Volba has a big tira about the, the, the dual worlds that we live in. There's always a Olam Ahava and a Olam Ayira. And if we're living in the Olam Ahava, where we are connected with Hashem and we have that bond, that connection to Hashem, then the Yira, all the fears of the world, don't interfere with us. And unfortunately, we know from the Techacha that if we lose that connection, that love of Hashem, then even a rustling leaf will interfere and will get in the way and will be my free out. The guy's in Machina Yehuda picking out tomatoes, then he might be picking out tomatoes. But if he's thinking in Tyra, if he's doing it L'shem, a mitzvah, then he's not in Machina Yehuda. He is, he's, he, he's, in, he's in a bubble of Kedusha. This is what all the Bali Musr tell us, that a person is where his mind is, where your are. A person can most closely be associated and defined by what he's thinking. If a person is thinking in Kedusha and thinking about a mitzvah, then that is where he is. To clarify, it's not that he's now like a new person and he's like, oh, the Mishnah, but if Shimshin Pinkus tells us, you, are, with your guf, are now in Ganeidin. No, maybe you are not in a different body. You're not in other Mishnah, Kedemachet's body. But you are now in Ganeidin. You are in that world. Powerful thought. Of course, the Chayt Bohem could also mean not that you're living in them, you will live by them. There's a Maisa with Rabbi Klugman. Rabbi Klugman runs the Koilo in Kei Rachel. They learn all night taking Chatzais, and he goes around collecting all over the world to fundraise for the upkeep of Kei Rachel and for the Koilo. In 2006, he came to a shul in New York that the Rav's name was of Shragafavel Rosenberg. And he gave his whole spiel. He said there are tremendous nisim that happened for people who donated to Kevaragel. There are schoolers, this huge chosim. And after his pitch, the Rav, Rabbi Rosenberg, came over to him and he said, first of all, shkoyach what you're doing, it's amazing, but I have a time. You should give money to Kevaragel so that we will get this chos and this schar and this shidduch and that panasa and that atzlacha. He gives money because it's stucker, it's a mitzvah. His head, he just couldn't wrap his head around how people are only doing it for selfish reasons. And he said, I am a kabbalah myself right now to give a thousand dollars to Keva Rachel, Bishchus, my mother, Rachel Iman. Zehu. And he did. Kachava, a week later, check in the mail, thousand dollars. And he, he felt very strongly, Rabbi Rosenberg felt very strongly about this cause. And he, and he sent money regularly to Keva Rachel with a note saying, I'm giving this just for Mama Rachel. This is why I'm giving it for no other reason. Forget, forget the sales pitch. This is what you're supposed to do. In 2013, he wasn't feeling well. Rabbi Rosenberg was rushed to the hospital. After a series of tests, the doctor came out and told him and his family that he has cancer. And it's in a very late stage. He had just a couple of months. We're starting chemo right away. Let's see what we can do. It didn't look good. 
and he immediately was bedridden. Chemo drains the life out of him, and he's sitting in bed and surviving. At one point, he turns to his son and says, I need to go down to my cave of This is in New York. So his son said, you can't walk. We're not, we're not getting on a plane flying 12 hours to, to dive my cave He said, but he insisted. And every day, he made his desire known. I need to go down by the mama. So at a certain point, the son didn't know what to do. He went to the Skeleton Rabbi. So what am I supposed to do? My father, he's, he's obsessed with this idea. He has to go to, to Cave Rachel. Take him. The Rebbe, Skeleton Rebbe said, and you take him. This is what he needs. He clearly needs this. And it's not just a passing thing. Every day, he's saying, I need to go to Mount Rachel. Take him. So they made a tremendous amount of arrangements with flights and, and wheelchairs. And it, it, it was not an easy state. And the medical staff to come along and they flew to Eretz Yisrael. The father said, you have to listen. They drove up to Cave Rachel. The Rosenberg was wheeled up. The wheelchair was parked, locked in front of the, the uh, big stone thing they have by the Cave Rachel, by the Perechas. He stands up with all the strength that he has. He leans against the wall and he yells, Mama, Mama, it's struggle by the Rosenberg here. And everyone, he said, I gave money to this Maisid just for you. I had zero, no ulterior motives. Please daven for me that I shall have a full shalom. He broke down crying. And everyone else was crying too, a little teary-eyed. And then when he was done, his son moved the wheelchair up and said, okay, tell, let's go. And he turns around and says, I don't need it. What do you mean you don't need it? He says, I can walk, I feel fine. What do you mean you feel fine? Look, look. And he starts walking. It's the first time he's taken his own steps in months. People were shocked. Rabbi Klugman, the one who runs, Cave comes running out. He looks at him walking. He runs over to Rosenberg and they start dancing. They start dancing. Craziest thing. <laughs> they went into the, uh, they get into the taxi. The taxi driver says, where's the chayla? Where's the sick guy? He said, we have the guy. We left the sickness back there. Someone who lives in a mitzvah, someone who has the proper mindset, lives with Kedusha, v'chai bohem. He's going to live in there and mamela bohem. That's what's going to keep him alive. When you're living in a bubble of Kedusha, there is no Misa in, in Gan Eden. Pasha does it. To, to reach the Madrega when we do a mitzvah that we should actually feel that we're placing our minds in this mitzvah, in this world. We have so many opportunities. How many mitzvahs do we do a day? When you wash your hands, when you wash your hands, don't just wash your hands so you can eat bread. Wash your hands because it's a mitzvah, because it's the easiest mitzvah in the world. You splash water in your hands four times and now you can enter into a world that connects you to the Bayer Island. Incredible. But we feel that. And Bezer Hashem, we should be zeicha to when the whole world will be consumed in this world of Kedusha.
Yeah.